Welcome back, everyone, to Grown Ups, the podcast, episode three. How are you doing, Ellie? I'm good. Guys, we're back again on a Monday. I'm tired. Um, the last three weeks have been absolutely manic, but I'll get onto that. How are you, girl? How was your weekend? Was it enjoyable? Did you relax? No, I did not relax. <laughs> no, I I had a really good weekend. I had a barbecue with my friends, which is nice. Lovely. Um, but you know what? Everything in balance, because in moderation, I mean, because I did go to yoga on Sunday. Love it. Is this with your class fast? Yeah. Yes, girl. We're on the exercising thing at the moment. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. I like I did Pilates on Friday and I did yoga yesterday. And it's just not like, I, I don't know if I'm just, it's, it's, I'm finding it boring. Like I'm literally lying there and I'm like, oh yeah, stretch out the leg. To me, Pilates, yeah, is a glorified stretch. What? Yeah. I did not like it. But today I'm going to spinning and spinning is my thing. I didn't, because re- spinning for me, yeah, you go there, it's high energy. Like they're, they're playing like some music in the background. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's for me. The the yoga, the oh. lattes is not for me. The lattes? The coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'm the complete opposite. Like spin for me is basically emotive. Like, I go to spin to listen to the music. I'll be bopping. And then, like, halfway through, I realise I haven't even turned up my resistance because I was just having a good time. <laughs> so then <laughs> so then my legs aren't even hurting the next day. Spin, yeah, I'm not a spin kind of girl. Um, I feel like you're doing the wrong Pilates. Do you know what? Yeah, the one I did was not reformer Pilates. It was, like, the floor mat one. And I was, like, yeah. I was, literally, I was lying on the mat, lifting my leg up, and I was, like, I'm never coming here again. Like, that was such a waste of time. <laughs> That's dead. That's dead. At least you got a nice stretch. But, like, even some, like, we used to have free Pilates at work. Um, and, like, we had one girl sometimes. And she was good. Like, the next day, sometimes my abs would hurt and stuff like that. But then we had a cover once. And, boy, during the session, I was out of breath. My whole body was hurting. My abs were cramping. Like, I feel like if you get a what? good Pilates instructor, like, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like Pilates is just hit training but with more focus on what you're working yeah I did not get that experience like at all wrong wrong person man wrong person I'm telling you Pilates done right yeah it's intense and they'll come around and they'll be like push your lower back more into the ground and you can proper feel it like that's why I like the I like exercises where someone's telling me exactly what I should be working exactly what position I should be in and exactly what pain I should be feeling <laughs> yeah then I know it's banging but reformer pilates yeah but even reformer pilates sometimes you can get some dead instructors like they'll be doing next moves on the bed for bands and I'm just like I don't need yeah. to be using the bed for this like I need to try it out more but luckily my class pass I like I did the um two-week free trial and then mm-hmm. yesterday I was like yeah that's it free trial done I'm cancelling everything and then it was like don't go like do you want <laughs> like let us give you more points I was like don't want your points cancel my membership and then they were like but wait and then they were like we'll give you more points plus 50 percent off and I was like actually yeah because spinning is so expensive it actually Mm. like spinning is like 20 25 pound a lesson and if I'm paying like 30 pounds for the month and I can go spinning every week I was like that actually makes sense so I've still got class pass (laughs) (laughs) I love that I love when you go to cancel something they're like wait wait (laughs) yeah they got me they did get me so take my money, class pass. But how was your weekend? <laughs> um, 
like honestly my geek guys I am exhausted this weekend just didn't help like I'm telling you I've had six hours sleep maximum for the past three weeks every night like work has been so busy work is ridiculously busy and I think where I'm trying to do it with my APC as well it's just mad like I was in the office until 8 p.m on Friday I am a loser yeah, you were. I was like, girl. Yeah. It didn't help that I stayed on Thursday, guys, and lost everything that I did because I didn't save it. But anyways. Um, <laughs> and then the weekend, the weekend, Saturday, I had like a wedding after party. I went to cinema in the morning, took my nephew's cinema, then got ready. Then went to like a wedding after party in the evening for Billy's family, which was really lovely. Like it was cute for him to see all like, his family they hadn't seen for ages. Um, But then didn't get home till one. Then I was up editing the podcast, like our little bits, guys, until like two. Yeah, no, then Ellie, I, I literally <laughs> saw your message and I because I was I was out of the lash. And then you're messaging me at like two, three a.m. I was like, what's this girl doing editing the episode at this hour? <laughs> My Stephen Patton is fucked. And then I woke up at like 8 a.m. to go to the range to do some golf. And then I got ready for my niece's christening on Sunday. Then I got back Sunday, didn't go to bed till like one because I'm a fool and then woke up at like six this morning. Oh my gosh, Ellie, the girl needs some sleep. But it was a cute weekend, like it was nice. But I am done at, like I'm telling you, next weekend, I have actually made plans, but they're like calm plans. It's like cinema because, you know, Barbie and um, Oppenheimer, is that how you yeah, say Yeah, I don't They're know. coming out, you know me, I like a cheeky cinema trip. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've, talked, we've talked a lot about ourselves, right? No, yeah, so we actually, this week we were like, let's talk about putting boundaries in place. Because to be honest, look, my girl is over here tired, guys. She's not sleeping. Have if Maybe yeah. if you had better boundaries. <laughs> Calling me out, Maggie, really? <laughs> no, it's true, it's true. I actually, I'm 100% like, I said this before, but where I'm in my training years, I try and take on as much as possible because you're only going to get out what you put in. But actually sometimes it doesn't work like you become a fool who's just overworking and not like producing good work basically yeah exactly so shall I read out the poll yes so we asked on Instagram are you good at setting boundaries at work would you say you're good Maggie I feel like I am yes okay I'm jealous I'm jealous I'm not guys (laughs) um and funnily enough it was 50 50 just like us is it oh okay okay I don't know what I would have expected like I feel like most people I talk to mm, I don't know I'm actually not sure some people are serious about their jobs and they're not good at setting boundaries because they're like can't say no and then other people are like oh don't care about my job so actually yeah it probably is a bit of a mix yeah to be fair I think it also depends on like how you're perceived at work how what you're trying to do like I think for you I think why we have different responses is because you're you're working towards you're on a grad scheme right so you're working towards something at the end whereas with me and so you're going to get a qualification at the end and then it will determine where you end up going after that for me I'm at my job and I'm at my job that's it like there's no scheme like this is my role this is my role this is my role this is my role like there's nothing else that I mean, obviously, not that there's nothing else that I could do, but I, I feel less pressure and I feel like I am more able to say, especially now that I've been here for two years, I'm more able mm-hmm. to say I'm at capacity or, you know, 
can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually better than I was before. But I think sometimes I just don't do like how long things are going to take and then jobs will come back in and it's all a bit mismatch when you're working for like a load of different people. Well, mm. you're right. Once you have like your hierarchy. Yeah. Then it will be fine. Yeah. Um, But we asked people to expand. So we've got a couple of responses in. Yes. I'll read out one and then I'll pass over to you. So someone said, <laughs> I said no to every social situation so they know not to invite me. <laughs> talk about setting boundaries wow 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 do you know what I like this is actually going to work socials it's actually it's it depends if you're close with your work colleagues then it's fine it's a good time if you're not though you're constantly on edge about saying the right thing and like I don't know you're in a social setting so you need to loosen up but at the same time you don't know who's an op around here if you say something it's going to get back to someone else and stuff like that so I get why people want to say yeah no my boundary is no I'm just not coming to social settings stop inviting me <laughs> agreed and if like you're not in a job if you're in a job where the industry is huge and you might never come across these people again if you move firms then why waste your energy no offense but if you're not yeah. going to be of use to me then I may as well go home and nap or see my actual friends. Do you get me? Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you're at a job where it's like, I know I'm moving on in a couple of months. Like, what's the point? What's the point of laying all that groundwork? Like, yeah, spend time on people you actually like. Agreed. No judgment there. No judgment. Well done for setting boundaries. <laughs> um, what else have we got? Someone said, didn't set boundaries and now I'm a yes man. Mm. Been there, done that. How have you like navigated? Like, so you're still a yes man and you're just comfortable being a yes man now. <laughs> what's what's next? Like, I don't know what. I feel like this one is techie, but I don't think it's ever too late to set boundaries. Mm. Like, if you've said yes to things in the past and you've worked really hard and you've built up that rapport, because people definitely respect like my grind and they're like, oh, you're really hard working, blah, blah, we're so grateful. And I think sometimes you can just be like, you just need to word it correctly. Just be like, oh, I, like, I'm at capacity and I want to do a good job. So I'm not going to take on anymore. But if that's not due for a couple of weeks, then I can pick it up then. That's what I tend to say now. That's a good statement. If that's not, mm. if the deadline is not very close, then yes, of course, in the future, I could do it. Yeah, and then, exactly. Time, just be like, let me ask someone else. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and there's no offense taken. Yeah. Like you've, I think, yeah, if you're ever going to say no to something, don't just say no, say no reason solution i can help you if i can help you when otherwise next person please spitting bars spitting bars <laughs> I, i've never thought of that that's actually such good advice yeah always be providing solutions i'll be like oh this person has capacity yeah and you know what but it also like manages expectations as well because I think it's harder mm -hmm. to say no it, like if it's someone from a different team then that is easier to say things like that but if it's like your manager why is <laughs> you can't say no to your manager like she's actually paying you <laughs> or he so oh but... I'm never saying no to my manager I'm saying no to other people like but yeah, my manager yeah, yeah. has the best work the stuff that he does is so cool so I'd never say no I feel like yeah but I definitely if you even if you say yes managing people's expectations like okay I'm gonna take this on but it will be completed by like actually this happened to me the other day someone asked me to do something and I was like um it's actually taking it's actually going to take longer 
then mm. you think because I have to check this this and this is Friday okay for a deadline and at this point it was like Monday or something so I gave myself the week to do it and I, so I think managing people's expectations of how quickly that you're going to do this and to what level you're going to do this at is very important 110 percent agree but not That's your manager to it. <laughs> say yes to your Please manager no. <laughs> or whoever's gonna put you up for promotion yeah for real behave now <laughs> Um, someone else said, oh, this is similar. This is similar. Gave them 110% and they now expect it of me. Girls, I am burning out. And then this person also sent in an update a couple of days later. They said, update, I had my half year review with my manager and I told him that despite telling people I'm at capacity and my workload is full enough, people still give me more work and I'm unable to finish it. He said it's because I'm good at my job and I should take it as a compliment. Help, please. I'm good at my job and you should take it as a compliment. Are you joking? So I should be stressed because I'm good at my job. This is like all the memes you see on um, Insta where it's like, so good at my job, they gave me someone else's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it doesn't work like that. I'm one person. It actually doesn't. And I feel like it's actually really bad for, especially interns or like, I've heard a lot of paralegals say this as well. Like people that seem to be, at uh opening oh my gosh what's it called entry level entry level Mm. people tend to get a lot of work and they're really overworked but that doesn't mean it's because I mean of course they're probably good at their job if they're being asked to do it but so is Tom Dick and Harry who is beyond my job like why so like let's spread out the work evenly I don't think I think that's so um not condescending but it's so gaslighty it's very gas. <laughs> it's given gaslighting to say you're so good at your job. Let me overwork you because you're just so good at it. I'm not that good. Please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am that good, but please don't overwork me. <laughs> yeah. No. Honestly, come on. Yeah, that ain't it, man. And I don't even know what you could do. I don't have a solution to that one because I'm not trying to tell you to tell your manager. Excuse me. Yeah, I think. And you've had your half year review. Like that's where you're meant to say things like that. I can't believe like. Okay, I'm good at my job. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I'm also feeling overworked, which will make me worse at my job when I'm overstretched and I can't actually do things properly. Yeah, good luck with that one, sis. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No solutions here. Maybe at your end of year review, we can help you (laughs) send in another dilemma. Listen, we never said we were a podcast to give solutions about everything. Like, we're just here to listen and and have a little chit chat, okay? (laughs) Basically, basically. <laughs> what else have we got? Um, when my manager requested me on Insta and then asked why I hadn't accepted yet. <laughs> no. Bruv, as far, actually, this is a lie on my behalf, but as far as people are concerned, I don't have social media. Sorry. Not, not them seeing your podcast all over Instagram <laughs> one day, like... <laughs> I actually die. <laughs> um, to be fair, we're good on this. I always talk about, I talk, talk highly about my um firm, I'd like to think. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. My Instagram isn't, I don't think I have bikini pics or anything. In it, like, not that bikini pics are inappropriate because that's just natural. But like, I don't have anything on my Instagram that I would be like, oh, I don't want people to see that. Yeah, no, me neither. But I do think it's just important to set boundary. <laughs> Guys, if you just saw the face that Maggie pulled, yeah. <laughs> I do think it's important to set um like work-life boundaries. Not every day mix both. Sometimes like 
my social media is just for me and my friends. It's not like I'm bad mouthing the company or disrespecting anyone or like doing something that would affect my role. I just want to keep them separate. No, Toe I managers completely here. agree. Screw. Like. <laughs> I completely agree. I'm the same. I don't have anyone from work on social media. And I actually get on with people at work, but it's just, it's two different worlds for me. And I don't think they need to mix at all. And I, when I, I want you to have an opinion of me based on me at work not me mm-hmm. outside of work so I don't I don't actually have people but what I would do in this situation it oh no but she's already found the answer see this is this is where the person went wrong this is what you need to do when you start the company and you don't want anyone on Instagram find them all on Instagram and block them so they can't find you I've so done this <laughs> <laughs> yeah I have so many people <laughs> I've blocked no honestly because otherwise they will find you and then you're in a sticky situation but also sorry why are they finding you guys I find this so weird why is your Instagram handle your name why it's like you're asking to be found are you actually asking for it Ellie my Instagram name is literally (laughs) my Instagram name (laughs) but why like why it's so weird to me because I'm a podcast host (laughs) (laughs) mine is not but if you want to find me guys it's in our no, is it in our bio? I'll put it in our bio. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not about that. Then people are obviously going to find you. Just switch it up. Like, don't put your full name. I just find it weird. Like, it's not a professional atmosphere. Do you know what I mean? It's not a professional. It's not like LinkedIn. Yeah. Like, it should be a nickname or something that people know you by. Like, it's for friends. Well, mine is my name. <laughs> but I would say to this sorry, person, sorry. what you can do is, like, literally just put, oh, my God, I, honestly, I've deleted the app. I'm having a social media break. And then just hope they don't bring it up again. <laughs> yeah. Or just be like, oh, I'll accept you later. And then forget about it. And if they bring it up, they're weird anyway. Like, what a beg. Leave it in pending forever. What did you... <laughs> saw your manager being a beg. <laughs> We're like, why are they bringing that up again? Like, that's weird. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't accept me. Yeah, why are you so that's desperate weird. to see my life? Like, that's actually so weird. But do you know what? My my mum's friends used to do this. Like they would try, oh. they would follow me on Instagram. And like I because I genuinely wasn't on Instagram that much as well. Like I wouldn't, I just wouldn't accept, I wouldn't delete it, I just wouldn't accept it. And then they'd message my mum asking me why I'm not accepting them on Instagram. And I'm like, oh my god. The audacity. <laughs> Is it that deep? <laughs> yeah, okay. I feel bad for people calling them begs now, but no, but Bless it's just, them. it's Bless never them. that deep. It's just never that deep, is it? Yeah, I agree. Just leave out that. Um, We had a longer response slash little dilemma. Hopefully we're a bit more helpful on this one. <laughs> <laughs> hey girls, I moved down to London to start a new job a couple of months ago. And being new, I was super keen to make friends and put a lot of effort into getting to know people. About a month in, I had built a really strong relationship with one of the girls in my team, We started out sitting next to each other every day. Then we started spending every lunch break together. Then it moved to texting 24-7, even outside of work and on the weekend. Mm. Mad. As I write this, I realise how suffocating this sounds. But at the time, I just didn't notice. It felt nice to have made such a good friend. It's now been a good three, four months of this routine and I'm starting to get the ick. I'm dead. That's really sad. That's really mean. Um, if I get up to go to the toilet, kitchen, or for a walk of my floor for a midday mingle, she immediately follows. If I spend lunch with anyone else, which is often just by coincidence, she expects an invite and will often complain that she's upset when on the off chance I don't spend lunch with her or even when I nip to the shop to get a coffee without her. Oh, my God. 
that's, Are you in a, in that's a, a bit wild. Like... Yeah, that's a bit much, man. Um, the more she complains and follows me around, the less I want to be near her and the clingier she gets. This is the situation, basically, and it is all because I did not set any boundaries. Do you think it's too late to set boundaries now? I really want to get to know other colleagues better and realise this is important, but how can I when she complains? And now that she is so reliant on me, I genuinely feel terrible for doing anything without her. Help, please. This is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm actually, I I cannot with clingy anything. I don't want a clingy friend. I don't want a clingy boyfriend. I don't want a clingy anyone. Like, that's actually a lot. And then to have it at work, where you actually go to work every day, that's a lot. You know, I said earlier, it's never too late to set boundaries. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> At this stage, like, where do you even go from here? I don't know. Yeah, because you can't now, if you have a chat about it, it's awkward. Yeah. Because I was going to say, and just also talk to her sad. about it. But don't. That's actually awkward. Do you know what? Like, I like to think I'm not clingy. Like, I've definitely had, like, best friend relationships where I've been really close to people. But I would feel really upset if someone came up to me and said, I don't want to be around you. Can you stop hanging on to my shoulder? Like, Yeah, imagine. I feel like such a beg. Like, I'd be like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm so weird. <laughs> I think the best thing to do is continue having lunch with other people and just be like, you can't even say, like, I don't need to invite you, just invite yourself in a jokey way because then imagine she starts inviting herself all the time. Yeah. You just need to slowly distance yourself, like keep doing things without her, not out of cruelty, just out of like need to not be that close to someone. And then soon she'll just gain some like independence, I think, and, and not I, be so reliant on you. I feel like clingy people always need someone to cling to. So if you're not being, if you're not the clinger, no, if you're not the one that she's clinging on to, I feel like she'll then find naturally find someone else to cling on to and then it won't be your problem anymore. But you need to do it. It's, it this is going to, whoever said this in, this is going to take, you need to look at this, yeah, on a yearly plan. This is going to take months. Yearly? <laughs> but it will take months. Like It's going to be like a week here, like I'm taking longer to reply. Now I'm going for lunch without her. It's going to take a while. Like you can't do it overnight, otherwise you're going to hurt her feelings. You need to do it like, small 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 things of putting boundaries in place agreed and never ever feel bad like for protecting your energy and your boundaries because the most important person to you on this planet is you 100 percent. and if you're getting the ick as well like soon you'll just start being when people when, when i get the ick like i end up accidentally being cruel because i'm like getting annoyed so i would try to just like distance yourself and be as nice as possible without allowing her to like follow you everywhere because that's a bit mad yeah oh hate this hate this hate this for you but best of luck best of luck best of luck guys as well if you want to send in your dilemmas we try our best and our poll is every wednesday for those who missed it this week yeah there'll be another one yes good point new story of the week Let's do it. What's on the news this week? What what a guan. So 
I mean, I've already moaned about working so, so hard. <laughs> um, and guys, I'm honestly just thinking about this four day working week. I think it'll be better. I'm already mad productive. Like I'm happy to work longer hours for four days and then rest. I think three days rest is essential. Yes, I completely like, agree. Party, party, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, breathe. Feeling refreshed on Monday because I had a busy weekend. I don't feel refreshed today. I feel exhausted. No, I literally feel like this weekend I blinked and it was gone. And all of a sudden it's Monday again. I was like, what the hell? Like, and by that's also because it's the social things that you're doing, but then you need to do things around the house, like cleaning the house and getting your food shop. Like all of that takes so much time. And imagine if you had kids on top of that, like, please. Girl, do not. I I don't even I don't even cook my dinner. I only make my lunch for the next day. And on days where I go into the office, I'm like, oh, gotta make lunch for tomorrow. Oh, gotta pack my gym bag for tomorrow. It's actually draining. Yes, I know. I know. Boy. Anyways, do you want to read out the like article bit? Yes. So insert. It was um four day working week in the public sector. So. A right-wing lobby group that does not declare its donors is spearheading a campaign to undermine the spread of the four-day work week in the UK. The Taxpayers Alliance, TPA, has emerged as a key influence behind ministry... (sighs) Guys, what I've learned from this podcast is I can't read. (laughs) Your girl is illiterate. She's a 10, but she's illiterate. So now she's a 7? So now she's a (laughs) 7. Um, So the TPA has been a key influence behind ministerial attempts in the last week to try to shut down the first public sector trial of shorter working week at South Cambridgeshire District Council. So so they were doing a four-day working week trial and now it's ended. No, basically, I think they're doing a four-day working week trial and this group are lobbying for it to end. Guys, I can't read. (laughs) (laughs) because i even read that and i didn't understand (laughs) no that's what i've got from it but basically we have ops in the house like (laughs) no why would anyone lobby against people having to work less like what is wrong with people i'm sorry it's like terrible came to mind i was thinking they must be old (laughs) do you know when like old people are set in their ways that i worked six days a week this is nothing you've got life easy yeah but just because you had it awful and you had awful work schedules doesn't mean I should too are you joking what's the point of progressing if we're not progressing tell me about it sis I'm all for it please like this for a what's going on with this trial like can it be done can we now all do it like I I want to be trial trial me this London like it's been going on in London for like a year like come on results and let's get it (laughs) come on (laughs) no I'm telling you now like with I don't know if I'm lying. I feel like with every power in my being, if I had a four-day working week, I would be so productive. I think I would too, because it's like, I. But it depends. I feel like I work better under pressure. So if I know there's four days in for which I need to get this done instead of five, then I'm going to crunch down. And then also I know I've actually got more time to relax and have fun. So I won't, I won't be so tired during the week and I'll be able to do it all in my four days. But then I don't know, because what what if you just adapt and then you eventually over time, like, it's like, can we do a three day work week? Like, <laughs> I was literally just about to say that. Imagine like in 20 years time, 
just because you guys worked four days a week it doesn't mean we have to we should work three days a week <laughs> no honestly you give the people an inch and they take a mile like <laughs> there's always going to be something that people complain about but I do think that when I look at what my week looks like I do think if I could condense it I would be way more productive and I would be able to get everything done that I needed to get done in four days instead of five I agree. You'd be happier. You'd be more motivated. I'm thinking about times when I've taken annual leave on a Friday. and mm. But then again, then again, by the time you get to Friday, you're actually more exhausted. Sometimes I'm more exhausted. Like if I take off an extra day on a weekend, those weeks are so hectic, trying to fit five days into four, that then when it gets to Friday, I actually need the extra day anyway to be like, <sighs> Do you know what? That's a good point. Because I remember when there were loads of bank holidays in May and I was like, oh my God oh my gosh, like I can't get anything done. But I do think that for me as well, because my company is global, not everyone had the bank holiday. So people were still doing loads of work. And then I had to play catch up because I'm in the UK. But maybe if if this was a whole national thing, then everyone would know. And then the whole system would change to fit you work in a four day week as opposed to squeezing a five day into four. Like it would just restructure yeah. itself so that a four week, four day work week works. Eh. And with that AI is- and all that, everything's gonna come, everything's <laughs> gonna become so much more efficient. So we got this. I'm here for the four day week and week, working week. It's um, hard. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, and they just keep their opinions to themselves. It is, it is. No, honestly, I hate, sorry, lobby, people that are lobbying against people enjoying and having a good time. Like, how are you lobbying against something that's meant to be good for people? Like, lobby against bad things. Like, how is a four-day work week harming anyone? That's actually crazy. Yeah, each to their own, but boy, don't mess with my working week, please. Mm-mm. Unless you're making it shorter. Yeah. Okay. Final feature of the week, as always glass door review you know it's so funny because I forgot that when I was looking for a job like two years ago um I signed up to Glassdoor and I forgot that I literally get emails from them every week saying you might you look like you'd be suitable for this role I'm like <laughs> Glassdoor please <laughs> I've got a job <laughs> sometimes they're a bit irrelevant though same with LinkedIn like I get random job roles I'm like I'm so not qualified for this but thanks for the ego but it's just like <laughs> no literally because I work in finance it sends me the maddest things it's like I I'm not qualified for this like come on <laughs> director at JP Morgan <laughs> literally it's like yeah you could do you've worked in finance you could work at JP Morgan <laughs> I'm serious anyway as always pros first then cons and this one even has advice to management oh so the pros attractive starting package at par with industry standards mm-hmm. cons non-timely payment of salary expected delay of 10 to 15 days every month i have never heard of this never i've never heard of this what, what no one HR? There, but... someone in hr best start pressing the buttons properly because what the hell um oh top management consists of members of a family it's a family-run business maybe there's no HR Mm. no scope for outsiders to reach the top no matter how well they perform and performance bonus is never paid no that is that's wild why are people still there I'm gone I'm actually gone imagine your salary not coming in do you know I've already spent my salary before it enters my account by the way so if it's not coming in on the day it needs to come in (laughs) 
my interest is gonna be yeah no come on come on like paying people on time is the least is the bare minimum that you literally have to do that it's I'd like stop it and I do think yeah when there's a certain structure because it's a family business no one from the outside can actually climb up I don't like that because personally hire the best person for the job I don't care if that's your uncle or your auntie like hire Susan from down the road if Susan's gonna do the job better than your auntie is agreed agreed that you're meant to be making money out here money after you make doing, doing friend friend isn't gonna make you money like no not about it um advice to management grow up stop kidding yourself that you can run a company hand over the baton to someone else while they're still town damn wow they bash bosh they must (laughs) they you know they had terrible weeks at that job like there's no way they said grow up (laughs) that's what we're here for guys growing up's the podcast every week Monday at 6am on YouTube, <laughs> Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. Send your issues, dilemmas, thoughts, feedback into grownupsthepodcast at gmail.com or DM us at grownupsthepodcast. We're so cute. <laughs> See you next week, guys. Bye.